You know, as I was reading this, I started thinking to myself, we should stop doing this podcast and instead we should do an episode by episode review of ALF. <laughs> okay, I, I was not expecting that. <laughs> the TV show. And and there's only, uh, I was doing a little bit of research. Oh, no, I thought you this. were talking about just the movie. We're just going to do one movie and then we're done. It's one <laughs> podcast. Well, I mean, the movie is like the finale because from what <laughs> I hear, like that, I've never seen that movie, but I, everything I've heard says it's not, not great. There's also a Christmas special that I guess is also super depressing. Oh, see, I'm talking about the Will Ferrell elf movie, which I'm betting you have seen. Oh, no, no, I meant elf, like alien life form. I didn't even know there was a movie. No, there's a movie. They, uh, yeah, there's a movie. There's a cartoon, I know, that I used to love that cartoon. Was it, was it voiced by the same guy? It was. Neat. And it took place on Melmac. Oh. And uh, so it was kind of fun. You got to meet Rhonda and all his Melmacian buddies. I'm sure I caught an episode as a kid of elf. Super cool. Were you a regular Saturday morning cartoon person? Well, let me tell you. Oh, oh boy. When I was a kid growing yep. up, we had uh, Rabbit Ears TV. Yeah, I remember. And pretty consistently, uh, that meant zero channels. Mm -hmm. And so I would frequently, on Saturday mornings, get up and it was the luck of the draw. Uh, I, would, I would watch whatever I was capable of watching. I probably watched more static waved cartoons than is normal for a child. It's probably it's probably why I have weird taste in things. It's because I would just watch and listen to things through static haze. You see kids <laughs> in Canton, New York in oh, this was much longer than Canton. Like this oh, was my it? whole life. Okay. This was this was everywhere I've lived. We've always had as a child, always had rabbit eared television, always had terrible signal. Always got like CBC or NP or not NPR or PBS. Yeah. Yeah. That was my recollection when I first moved to Canton was you would be lucky on a clear day with, with your rabbit ears to tune in PBS and, and maybe CBC. But you weren't getting ABC, NBC, CBS. Yep. Uh, so like th this was great for me because my parents, you know, we, we came from – uh, Madison, which was a capital, capital city, right? So we had TV channels. Uh, if you were lucky, you could run into your local news personality at the, at the, at the grocery store. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, uh, with, with the minimalist of, of rabbit ears, you could tune in all the major networks, PBS, and then later on Fox. But when we moved out there and we got barely anything, my parents sprung for cable and it was amazing because oh. <laughs> they were like, you know, my parents like co-op shopping hippie people never think about getting cable. But as soon as as soon as there was no no TV, cable happened. There was a surprising amount like with CBC and uh, PBS. I got to watch Doctor Who. Yeah. Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, Kids in the Hall. Oh, that's sure, how I, sure. That's how I grew up on Kids in the Hall is because CBC. Yeah. Um. There's probably other stuff that I would tune into regularly and that formulated my taste in weird ways. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that's all I remember. I'm sure I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. Uh, when I was bef living in, in Madison and, and getting ready to move to Canton, New York, the aforementioned Canton, New York, I had a Game Boy and, and a number of games. And that was cool. It was a lot of fun. 
but a guy that I knew had a portable TV, like an LCD portable TV thing from <laughs> 1980, whatever. And uh, he's like, I'll I'll trade this straight up for that Game Boy and the games. And I was like, oh, pocket color TV. <laughs> How cool is that? That is so cool. And I was like, done and done, right? So we made the swap and I was like, watched it a little bit. I was like, this is amazing. And then I brought it to New York with me as we moved on. I fired it up picked up nothing and it had like a giant <laughs> antenna on top of it that i would i would like hook up like tin foil and all sorts of things like like based i bought a brick or i basically traded my game boy for uh, <laughs> a brick before we knew what bricks were yeah i don't even know what ever happened to that thing but it was completely worthless there uh and i don't remember what happened to it you should still have it i wish I mean, I mean, and today you wouldn't be able to tune in anything either, but <laughs> still. You use it for like a VCR like or some sort of uh, old school device. It definitely had, and that was part of my plan of like, ooh, like it's got an eighth inch input for, you know, uh, cable. And uh, I think it had, yeah, all the hookups, like you would have to go through a series of adapters, but you could absolutely have gotten a VCR connected to it. But then, yeah, you would be watching your movie on a two and a half inch screen. <laughs> That's all right. Hot. People watch it on iPods. That's for a true. While, That's true. Which That's was true. insane. Yeah, you know, I I tried doing the iPod, like putting some TV shows on my iPod, and uh, while the resolution looked great, it was just like this is really small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I put some music videos on there. That's probably all it was good for. Um, did now when I when I visited you in Madison probably for the first time uh as i recall you had a video camera it was like a black and white it was like a fisher price type toy thing yes um was that was that one of the ones that played cassette tapes no as the uh the video device uh, so it wasn't quite that old i know i know exactly what you're talking about i have a friend who may or may not still have that particular device that would Record video onto an audio cassette. And if you've ever watched the 8-Bit Guy's YouTube channel, he actually does a deep dive on that device, which is actually kind of fascinating. No, oh, the thing cool. the thing I had was, was Tyco, and uh, all it was, it, it was a video, black and white video camera, and it didn't have any sort of recording mechanism. So it was literally just a camera. And in order to record to it, you would have to run like a super long eighth-inch cable from it and then adapt it to whatever like a vcr or whatever you're going to record to which i i believe i did well because you you went to work and i was like can i play with this <laughs> so i i hooked it up to a vcr it must have been your vcr mm -hmm. and i recorded like a little video while you were at work <laughs> and i wonder if i still have that but it's on a vhs tape somewhere i might still have that camera I hired like porn actors, invited them all over. <laughs> wow. We had like a, a little sexy soiree in your house all over your furniture. It's amazing. <laughs> it's more action than that pad probably ever saw. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I did none of that stuff. It was very lonely and, and uh, I think I was doing like a like a uh, like a letter to somebody from I had like an Australian pin pal or something like that. Oh, like a video letter? Yeah, that I never sent. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's back in the days where where vacation time was super limited. But I always felt bad because you came and visited. And I was like, yeah, Adam, you can totally crash with me. Got to go to work. Bye. 
Yeah, well, there was no big deal. I mean, I was <laughs> I was being a weirdo traveler at the time, so I was like, I'm just glad I have a place to stay. Well, couch surfing before it was cool. And I probably slept most of the day while you were at work. <laughs> yeah, well, anyways, uh, Alf, Alien Life Form, Gordon Chumley. Yeah, okay. Let's uh, let's do this thing. <laughs> uh, but since we've got no material prepared for that, I guess we'll finish out this extinction agenda thing. Oh no, I got I got material. I have uh, recently, as of the last five years, uh, watched the first episode of Elf. So I am ready to talk about the very first episode of Elf. The most interesting thing to me about the first episode of Elf was that they show his entire body. Ah, I read about and that. And they uh, they don't do it ever again because it's weird. Did it only it, – it happens in the credits. Like he runs to the video camera or something like that. And then – Oh, it's, no. It's in, the, it's in the whole episode. It's in the episode too. But they never did it ever again or – because what I had read was that they had a, a small person uh, be the body when they needed the body. Uh, but because I think of what you just said, like it was a little creepy, maybe it was a little bit, bit expensive, they got rid of it for all the seasons beyond the first season. So I don't know. I don't know uh, the reasons why they got rid of it, but I can tell you that by the second episode, they were no longer doing that. Well, did you watch the entire season, though? Because maybe I didn't, it no. was like a, ooh, we've only got this actress, like, because it was a, I think it was a, a little person female. We only have this actress, like, uh, four days uh, for the entire year. So we got to make the elf running around scenes count. I mean, maybe they, they used it in further episodes, but it, it felt like they used it so much in the first episode and then they didn't use it mm. all in the, the second episode that it just felt like, oh, we learned our lesson. That's that doesn't work. But but again, yeah, didn't watch didn't watch anything past the first two episodes. So it, the other thing that was fascinating about some of the research I did uh, and and why was I doing this research? I don't know. All of a sudden, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to look up or uh, look into Alf. But um, oh, I know why. Because somewhere along the line, somebody told me that Willie dies in the movie. And Willie does not die in the movie because I started researching well, what the movie like what, does Willie die and no none of that happens. But then I went down this rabbit hole of Alf, and uh, apparently the guy who voices Alf was the puppeteer of the arm and the mouth, and then did the voice, but he didn't like to rehearse. So <laughs> apparently, like when they would shoot the scenes, like he that actor w w just goofed his lines like a lot and so they said that every episode <laughs> every 24 minute episode would take them about 25 hours to shoot yikes <laughs> and it's uh, like you would fire that guy well he like he it's his character like he apparently oh, came up with okay. the character and maybe brought it to the studio and he was the voice of the character like al was he the drug addict guy oh i don't know because there was there there's a movie with ben stiller about a guy who is a creator of who is who was the it was based on a book by the guy who was the creator of Elf, who was a horrendous drug addict during the entire uh, thing about Elf. And apparently Elf was not – it didn't turn out exactly the way that he wanted it to and he had like night, he had like drug-induced nightmares about it. I don't know how much – I didn't read the book. I only saw okay. the movies and I don't know how much of the movie was you know, taking liberties. But uh, Now, as I was doing my research, I didn't come up with any – uh, drug stories, but that I didn't, you know, it was only like an hour's worth of research, right? So 
a lot more to uncover. The woman, the daughter, uh, evidently was bulimic uh, in the second season. So there's also those challenges, like of of you know issues that go along with bulimia as well. So from everything I could tell, like it was just a nightmare shooting that show, and like <laughs> no. Like it. The Willie, uh, like as soon as they wrapped his last scene of the last episode, he went to his dressing room, got changed, got in his car and left. Like didn't say goodbye, didn't attend a rap party. He was just like, I'm out. <laughs> Apparently he hated, he hated it. And there's a blooper reel on YouTube. And when you watch it, you can kind of see like he, when somebody flubs, he's just like, Ugh. <laughs> like the life just kind of sinks out of his eyes uh and he's he tries to make the best of it but you can uh, you know you've you've been around enough people when you're like no that dude's super annoyed right now even though he's making a joke he's only doing that so he doesn't start yelling and throwing things there isn't there some screech level weirdness of his of of what happened to him after the uh the show ended oh i don't know maybe i thought I, and it's probably just internet rumors, but I thought there was like, I don't know, some sort of dark side to what happened to him. The dark side oh, of Willie. Wow. I think that's the name of our podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, all right. Well, that was a, that was a, a good uh, rehearsal for episode one of the dark side of Willie. Is it a, is it like the dark side of Willie? Is it like a Garfield thing where we're, we're <laughs> reviewing Garfield, but we're pretending like Garfield isn't real. So we, we watched the show through the screen of Elf is just in uh, Willie's fantasy and he he is like puppeteering his family to believe his his uh, his fantasy life. And they're just kind of living with his madness. So that would be an amazing and I bet you you could do this, right? Because Elf is a three camera shoot. And I think the cameras are probably more or less fixed in the same place for for every episode. I might be wrong about that, but. I bet you there would be a way to effectively edit Alf out. Yeah. And then, of course, drop the audio, but just leave the entire episode be 22 minutes. So you would have Willie say something and then react to something, and the family say something, and the family react to something. I think I think we're on to something. Like, we could have, <laughs> like, uh, Alf without Alf or whatever that Garfield thing is. There's there's different versions. There's the versions where Garfield's there, but he doesn't say anything. And then there's the versions where Garfield isn't there at all. Uh, those and are my they're favorite. Both, they're both kind of fascinating. They they both make, like in one, John is just talking to a cat, like in his real life. And yeah. the other one, John's just completely insane. <laughs> I, I like the latter one. In fact, that was, <laughs> I during the, the ALF, I don't know, maybe it's, it's all connected, but during the ALF research, I was also... Uh, catching up on my Garfield without Garfields, in which <laughs> it's just the panels of John and no Garfield. And there's many, many dialogues of John says something, and then there's just like two pages of like him he, staring at a space, him staring at an empty space. Uh, and that, yeah, they're they are fascinating. So Alf, Alf without Alf. I wonder if anybody's done like a Peanuts without Snoopy. Eh, Snoopy's Probably. not as integral to the the. It's true. The Snoopy peanuts, doesn't talk, right? Well, not only does he not talk, but there's many, many, many strips of like Woodstock doing stuff or Lucy pulling yeah. the football away from Charlie Brown. Like Snoopy, only you know he's only like twenty five percent of the time there. That's true. Garfield is a central character. So, all yeah. right, Alpha without Alpha. I'll start working on episode one. All right, I look forward <laughs> to this. Uh, oh, all right. Well, I guess we got to cover some extinction agenda. 